وعن ابي هريره رضي الله عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لا تخص ليله الجمعه بقيام من بين الليالي ولا تخص يوم الجمعه بصيام من بين الايام الا يكون في صوم في صوم يصومه احدكم prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said in this hadith quoted by Abu Hurairah عنه, that don't single out the night preceding Friday from among the nights for prayer don't single it out from among the nights for prayer and do not single out Friday from among the days for fasting unless it occurs during a day of fasting which one of you normally observes unless it occurs during a day of fasting which one of you normally observes and this is reported by Muslim so therefore do not single out the qiyam the prayer of the night preceding Friday from among the nights just because it is the night for the night preceding Friday so there is no distinction for that and also do not single out Friday from among the days in a fast because there is no distinction in that respect from the benefits of this hadith uh, the forbiddance or not to um, single out the night preceding Friday in Qiyam prayers is this uh, it for tahrim or uh, it is for karaha being disliked what's apparent is that it is for karaha that this is disliked, detested because had it been uh, a matter of tahrim uh, then it's uh, uh, it's mafsada uh, uh, exist then the wrong uh, concerning this exist whether it is uh, singled out or joined uh, to a day or a night other than that and the reason for it being detested is because there is no distinction for it uh, among from among the other nights similarly the fasting similarly the first the fasting and the uh, for and the nahi here uh, is again uh, this quote is for uh, the nahi forbiddance is a forbiddance of uh, karaha being detested for the same reason mentioned earlier now what about is it permissible for the individual therefore to um, uh, to make qiyam in the yes this is macro uh, is it permissible to make qiyam in two nights for example uh, the night uh, preceding Thursday and the night preceding Friday this is permissible why because in this case there is no particularization for the night preceding the Jum'ah and from this also we learn that it is something uh, makruh detested to particularize a day or a night by a special worship which the Sharia did not specify or particularize just like also what's done by many ignorant ones uh, nowadays when the uh, 
night of the 27th, uh, the night preceding the 27th from the month of Ramadan approaches, uh, you will see the people coming in masses to perform Umrah. And that's why you find it's so crowded uh, and in the haram as if this is the Hajj season. And uh, some of the people even Mecca, they go to the hill uh, outside the uh, haram area and uh, bring a Umrah. And this, the reason is ignorance. And uh, the reason also is is the emotion, emotion, not the Sharia being the dictating uh, matter. And this is what the Prophet ﷺ warned against. Uh, the person may resort to his uh, emotion and uh, say that the night preceding the Friday is a meritorious night, and so therefore I will perform such and such prayers in this night. Then he is to be said. Uh, then he should know that Shara, the legislation, is not for you. And it's not uh, an emotional matter. <laughs> the next uh, benefit is uh, the keenness of the uh, of the Sharia uh, to prescribe to its limits, and that no one shall particularize a day nor a night by special worship, except as uh, assigned by the Sharia, so that we have reverence for the Sharia and that we don't resort to our desires <coughs> in establishing rulings and or performing worship uh, in accordance with uh, the warning from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Mu'minun chapter 23 verse 71 And if the truth had been in accordance with their desires, verily the heavens and the earth, and whosoever is therein, would have been corrupted. Time. What about if he, if the person fasts the day of Jumu'ah, or establishes the night on, establishes the prayers on the night preceding Friday, not as a particularization for Jumu'ah? Then this is no harm. Like, for example, a worker works uh, the entire week from the day of Saturday until Thursday and he does not have a day off except the day of Juma and wanted to fast that day in this case it is permissible because in this case as you can tell uh, there is no particularization is that clear? another example uh, someone uh, wanted to make uh, the days he missed from Ramadan and there only remained one day and the Yom Al-Jum'ah, the day of Jum'ah is the day where he has time so he fasts that day in this case there is no harm is that clear? another situation <coughs> if the day of Jum'ah comes on the day of Arafah 
and he fasts this day because it is the day of Arafah, not because it is the day of Jum'ah. In this case also, this is permissible, because he didn't fast it uh, as being the day of Jum'ah. Rather, he fasted it because it is the day of Arafah. And this is taken from the saying of the Prophet ﷺ in the hadith, لا تخصوا ليلة الجمعة Don't particularize the night preceding the Jum'ah. Is that clear? And in this, in this situation, like in the case of the example of the day of Arafah, he is not particularizing it. The next hadith, وعنه أيضا عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يصومن أحدكم يوم الجمعة إلا يصوم يوما قبله أو يوما بعده None of you should fast on Friday unless he fasts it together with a day before it or a day after it This hadith is exactly the same as the one that just preceded because here he said إلا أن يصوم unless he fasts This is exactly the meaning don't particularize the day of Jumu'ah you know uh, in fasting. Clear? Another benefit from this hadith, unless he fasts, listen to this carefully, unless he fasts it together with a day before it or a day after it. Uh, this is an indication that the next hadith that we will discuss uh, concerning fasting of Saturday, the hadith of As-Samma, bint Busr laysa bi sahih, is not authentic. And we will talk about it, inshallah later the next hadith also from Abi Hurair radiallahu anhu anna rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said idha antasafa sha'ban fala tasumu rawahu al-khamsa wa stankarahu ahmed the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said when the month of sha'ban is halfway through is halfway through do not fast and this is reported by the five and Ahmed considered it munkar, meaning rejected. La uh, tasumu. This hadith, this scholars, rahimahullah, differed regarding this hadith. Is it acceptable or not? Some of them said this is not acceptable because it opposes the authentic narrations, so therefore it becomes irregular. And uh, the reason for its irregularity is because, first, we know that it is a firm. The, that the Prophet alayhi salatu wassalam said uh, do not precede uh, Ramadan a day or two uh, by, uh, by fasting a day or two uh, before Ramadan and this is in the Sahihain and we discussed this in, <coughs> in the beginning <coughs> and therefore from this it is clearly understood that it is permissible to <coughs> fast uh, three or five or more days before uh, you know, at, at, the, at the end of Shaban before Ramadan. Is that clear? This is understood from the hadith. Uh, secondly, uh, that the Prophet ﷺ performed <coughs> a lot of fasting in, in Shaban. Uh, he, he, he fasted most of Shaban except for a few days. And uh, the Prophet ﷺ would not fast something which is detested unless it is, it is clear that this is something particular to him. Uh, as uh, we know from the wisal uh, connecting the uh, days of fasting and that's why Imam Ahmed rahimahullah uh, istankara had al-hadith 
and he considered this hadith to be munkar and he said it is irregular and it should not be acted upon uh, one should not act accordingly those who however co- co- considered it to be authentic uh, they said <coughs> that <coughs> fasting a day or two before Ramadan is, uh, is, is, is haram and however the forbiddance to fast after the middle of Shaban is makruh, is detested uh, and uh, the detesting or, or it being uh, makruh uh, if uh, the person particularizes the second half of Shaban uh, in fasting but if he uh, had begun fasting Shaban from its beginning then there is no uh, karah so this is as to the position of those who consider this hadith is uh, to be authentic and what appears uh, uh, in the opinion of our Shaykh rahimahullah that the the fasting is no harm to fast even uh, uh, when Shaban is halfway through because the authentic narrations uh, from uh, relating the action of the Prophet ﷺ and his sayings indicate to this permissibility. The next hadith and the hadith of As-Sama'a Hadith As-Sama'a bint Busr radiyallahu ta'ala anha anna Rasulullah sallallahu قال لا تصوموا يوم السبت إلا في مفترض عليكم فإن لم يجد أحدكم إلا لحاء عنب أو عود شجرة فليمضغها رواه الخمسة ورجاله ثقات إلا أنه مضطرب وقد أنكره مالك وقال أبو داود هو منسوخ The narration by As-Sama bint Busr May Allah be pleased with her That Allah's Messenger وسلم, said Do not fast on a Saturday Do not fast on a Saturday Except that has been made obligatory on you except that which has been made obligatory on you and if one of you can get nothing but a grape skin or a twig from a tree he should chew it this is reported by the five and its narrators are reliable but it is muttarib uh, meaning narrated with uh, irreconcilable contradictions in the chain and Imam Malik rejected it and Abu Dawood said it is mansukh, it is abrogated uh, so there is in this hadith there is an exception for the farida uh, that which is fard only uh, and what is uh, fard is Ramadan days from Ramadan and the expiation and the ransom so there is no ex- exception except to these uh, uh, situations that are fard and to the extent and the hadith فَإِنْ لَمْ يَجِدْ أَحَدُكُمْ إِلَّا لِحَاءَ عِنَبْ If one of you can get nothing but a grape skin or twig from a tree, he should chew on it. What is apparent from this hadith uh, is the forbiddance to fast the day of uh, Saturday in that which is not farida, in that which is not farida, uh, Because the Prophet ﷺ uh, took it to the extent that uh, the person should eat even a 
a, a grape skin or twig from a tree meaning he must not fast this day in that which is not fard the scholars differed as you can tell regarding this hadith in terms first of its authenticity second in terms of its ruling first they differ in terms of its authenticity some of them said it is muttarib meaning narrated with uh, irreconcilable contradictions in the chain and some of them said it is rejected and some of them said it is irregular this is from the angle of the chain of narration and some of them said it is mansukh, abrogated and this is in terms of the ruling those who did not consider therefore this to be authentic they didn't, have, they didn't need to talk about the ruling because it is not affirmed to them and if it is not affirmed then its existence and its non-existence is the same to them and those who authenticated it or considered it to be hasan good uh, they said it is not permissible to fast uh, on Saturday except uh, in the fard situations uh, and uh, they said that this is the case whether it is joined uh, uh, to a day before or a day after whether it is joined to a day before or a day after Saturday is to be excluded the only exception except uh, the, uh, the exception is the faridah. But you can tell from this and what you heard earlier from the narrations before, uh, then it becomes clear that it is irregular without any doubt. The reason is the existence of authentic narrations which indicate the permissibility to fast Saturday if it is what joined uh, to a day before like in the hadith uh, in the Prophet ﷺ said no one should particularize uh, none of you should fast on Friday unless he fasts it's together with a day before it or a day after it see that and the day after it would be what Saturday right You see that? So this, this tells of the irregularity of the narration. Can you tell that? This hadith which is agreed upon. This hadith is agreed upon. None of you should fast on a Friday unless he fasts it together with a day before it or a day after it. This is agreed upon hadith. Also the saying of the Prophet ﷺ to one of his wives when he found her fasting on Friday. He asked her, did you fast yesterday? She said, no. He, he inquired, are you fasting tomorrow? She said, no. He said, then break the fast. So, you can tell from the statement of the Prophet ﷺ when he, when he inquired, are you fasting tomorrow? And tomorrow will be what? Tomorrow is what? In accordance with the situation, tomorrow is Saturday. You see, and this hadith is sahih. This hadith is sahih. Uh, so therefore, from this, the conclusion is that uh, to generalize and say it's absolutely forbidden uh, to fast it, whether it is uh, to sing it alone or having it joined with another day, there is no doubt that this is a very weak position. 
and the best saying regarding this is what Imam Ahmad rahimahullah concluded that it is disliked to single out Saturday in a fast but it is not forbidden and those who claim that it is mansukh uh, uh, meaning abrogated then two things are required to verify this first the affirmation that it is mansukh abrogated uh, by knowing that which uh, comes after meaning that which uh, uh, yes that comes after this to be the abrogator the second uh, the second if, if, uh, if, if one needs to affirm something which is abrogated then he needs also uh, the fulfillment of the other condition and that it is irreconcilable and in this case we don't know the preceding from the one that comes later, uh, later and the, on the other hand the reconciliation is possible to take the forbiddance on singling it alone to consider the forbiddance on singling it alone in fasting Uh, this is the, the position regarding this hadith. Allah Ta'ala Adam Adam Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Muhammad Wa Alaihi Wasallam Wa Sallam Wa Sallam Wa Sallam Wa Sallam